Gate of Cthulhu Delta Green Candor Impossible Landscapes by Dennis Detweiler. So, last session, um, you had just um, so you'd you'd already visited uh, Dorchester House and you'd had some some chats with a, a number of the patients there. Um, and you you decided that uh, some of the staff were perhaps a, a little suspicious so you had a a plan uh for agent gary gage and dalton brady to go and uh, watch esther's house um while the others um planned to go and observe the Dorchester house at night. So you uh, go and have a, a bit of a an introduction to the sort of the nighttime schedule, which mostly involves them having um, various medications to sedate them. Uh, and then they're basically, at least on the third floor, um, strapped into their beds with restraints. Um, at this point, Agent Gwen has a has a brief conversation with uh, Nurse Samagina, who's uh, leaving, and have a bit of a bit of a heart to heart talk about um, trouble she's having with her somewhat distant husband and you know, child that's that's approaching well he's a teenager you know um at that little heart to heart which is quite nice also do a little bit of um uh social media um stalking um see that uh orderly bryce has lots of lots of gym selfies um but several several months ago uh seems to have dropped off similar with um with esther and her family um lots of sort of uh activity that that seems to have dropped off around the 24th of august uh, i guess the notes are a little out of order because it turns out that the yeah i think okay so you have a you have a you have a bit of a chat about the process of the the patients going to uh being being put to bed but actually that that doesn't happen immediately because you have a, a chance to get to to chat to some of the patients uh you meet tim bale a uh former well, combat veteran former soldier uh he's full of uh uh well he's he's got these these thick muscles but also there's a very interesting tattoo work that's uh visible poking out from under his um his hospital robes. One of them is a is a, a Cheshire cat. He also seems to have this this scarring on the right side of his face. Uh, you note, interestingly enough, that his his notebook seems to have these uh, these demon seals that you've seen popping up in a in a few places, especially the um, the Ars Goetia and several of the the names in the Ars Goetia seem to be. Uh, 
relevant to your investigation in, in some way that's not entirely clear. Um, you then do a little bit of, of surveillance. Um, Gwen goes out uh, for a smoke, possibly something a little stronger, uh, sees Dr. Dallin leaving and decides to follow him. And when the, the patients actually get put to bed, uh, Gerald and Gus go and go and search Dallin's office and find a rather strange wristwatch with what seems to be some some cryptic message written in the uh, the numbers of the watch face. Uh, instead of numbers, there are letters and they seem to, to spell something out sentence uh, that's continued on the back in a in an engraving, something like along the shore the cloud waves break um, and you you sort of see um or gwen sees that that dallin drives to his um his supposed home address um then doesn't stop anywhere he he, he just sort of turns around and immediately starts heading back to Dorchester House, uh, at which point Gwen decides to follow him back. And we, we ended last session with um, those three agents returning to Dorchester House. Seemingly convinced that the source of the mysteries is inside Dorchester at night. I don't feel as confident now for some reason, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Gwen will, um, well, I guess she would have called ahead on her phone to let you guys know that uh, we're almost back. And uh, yeah, so after a few minutes, I will do just as you said, and uh, slip back inside. Mm -hmm. So it will be interesting to know if he announces himself, or if he just go, goes back and park the car and, you know, see what what is he going to do as soon as he gets back to the, the hotel. So, do we know exactly where he turned around to get back? We we know, right? Because Gwen was following him. Yes. Is there any particular information about that specific spot, uh, Jonathan? <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I believe you had you had um, from all the personnel files uh Dallin's address um but when um Gwen tried to actually enter this into you know look it up on Google Maps enter it into GPS it 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 didn't seem to be a a real address um so he sort of went to to like the the neighborhood um but as as far as you can tell there isn't even a a, a street that matches um his home address. Okay. 
people did say he's been spending a lot of late hours in the office recently. Yeah, but it's very strange that why why will he go to his home, suppose suppose home, and then just get back? And that's what doesn't make any sense. It's going to be something else going on. But yeah, let's see how he announces himself when he's back. Maybe uh, when Gwen calls saying that uh, he's coming back, I'll just uh, go and, and hang around the the entrance of the clinic. Uh, maybe, you know, if there's a nurse at uh, the entrance, I'll just go ahead and chat casually with her. You want to go to the uh, the reception? Yes. Okay. See if he comes in through the reception or goes somewhere else. Okay. Um, yeah. So where is um, where's Gwen? Are you are you are you sort of following? Um, you so yeah, so you see you see Dallin uh, get out of his car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's still kind of moving at this pace. She would be uh, still sitting in her car and waiting for a few minutes to let him get uh, get in and get settled. You know what I mean? So it doesn't seem like he was doing exactly what she's doing, which was following him around. So yeah, have maybe one additional smoke or something like that, and then go in. So I'm probably in the parking lot right now. Okay. All right. Um, and so, Gus, uh, you you head head downstairs. Um, there's a there is a um, there's a nurse. Well, would there be a nurse at reception at this point? No, I don't think so. Sort of um, at at this point, um, reception is actually unmanned. Because you know anyone anyone who should be here uh, can can sort of effectively sign themselves in has has ID passes already. Um, so it's actually just it's just quiet downstairs. Um, you, you know, the 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 canteen that was bustling earlier is is all shut um, and. Uh, you maybe see see some of the night staff. There's uh, there might be some some cleaners uh, working their way down around some of the uh, the rooms down here. But uh, yeah, you you head down and you see um, you see Doctor Dallin um, walking into the Dorchester House. He says, Ah. Hello. Um, oh, it was uh, Agent doctor. Gus, was it? Yes. Oh yes, yes. Just um, just grabbing some uh, some files from my office. Um, hmm. How uh, how's your investigation going? That's slow. We haven't got any any real clues, I would say of what's going on, unfortunately. 
I'm afraid it's going to take a little bit more time than we were expecting. Well, uh, I'm uh, I'm heading upstairs. Um, uh, it's uh, well, good good luck, good luck. Uh, uh, and he seems uh, a, 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 let, me, let me go with you. Oh, sure, certainly. Um, please, please. Put down, the, and, uh, I'll put down the cigarette that I was smoking, kind of outside, and <clears throat> going with him. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I have this fuzzy memory. The last time we played that the people that were watching the nurse's house, we asked them to come back again. Is that not what we did? Yeah, I, I think you had that planned. I don't think they were actually here. Oh, yet, so. <laughs> oh, well then, yes, I will pick up my phone and call whoever the lead agent is there. Uh, probably be probably be Gage, but. Um... <laughs> OK, well, I will call Gage and. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, we 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 think things are uh, think things are happening here. Uh, the nurses, unless you've got something significant going on here, we think this is uh, this is the higher priority. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Agent Gary, I guess um, mm -hmm. you see. Uh, yeah, you, you you've been you've been watching. Um, the the Samagina residence and you you've probably at this stage seen um Esther come home and and go in but there, there hasn't been uh much other notable activity uh and Agent Gage gets this this phone call and uh says all right we'll um we'll we'll be on our way and he says seems like there's activity at uh at Dorchester um let's, uh, well, let's go and check it out Okay, we'll head back to Georgester. Okay. And he, uh, he starts up the car and <coughs> heads in that direction. What does um, what does Gwen do at this point? You've seen um, uh, Agent Gus and Alan have a have a brief conversation, and then um head back into into Dorchester. Yeah, she will, um, <clears throat> you know, get out of her car and uh, uh, go on back in. And uh, if they are not there at the bottom floor, which of course they won't be by now, she'll just, mm -hmm. uh, I think we were on the, what is it, the third or fourth floor is where everyone disappeared from. Yeah, the third the third's definitely been the where you sort of focus most of your your attention at this point. And it's where Dr. Dallin's office is as well. Yeah. Have we I know we got the tour. Did we do like a physical security thing where we actually went around the perimeters, the roof, you know, checking the basement or whatever, things like that at all? Did you? you didn't no um so there there is no basement uh, as far as you're aware if if um you sort of seen all the all the the floors of the building um you haven't sort of you haven't checked things like the i mean you haven't checked from the outside the windows when when you looked at the patient's rooms themselves mm -hmm. uh, you did note that the windows were were barred um they seemed, you know, they seemed very solid. 
right so yeah maybe i will go um maybe for convenience's sake at, at this point we can say that the, the the phone call to the to the others sort of happened and uh they actually um the other three agents arrive as you're mm -hmm. making your decision whether to to go in or not uh, gotcha yep yeah so at least agent agent gary and um dalton brady you see um you see gwen uh by by her car sort of considering the the outside of the dorchester at this point well head over to gwen what's happening no boys uh any action out of the house not really yeah. I mean, if you want, we can send uh, Gage back just to keep an eye on things. Yeah, I mean, that's why not? He he's good with stuff like that. He's the driver, right? Just kind of wave to yeah. him, uh, give him the thumb, and have him head back. Um, he's like, very what? sullen and uncommunicative these days, and he just sort of he shrugs and he. he <laughs> Gets back in the car and drives off. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, you know, one thing I was thinking, Gary, is we've been doing this so far the way they've told us to do it, but we haven't been thinking much for ourselves. We haven't even cased the place to see how closely it's actually um, sealed up in there. Why don't you walk the perimeter with me a little bit? Yep. So, yeah, so we're going to go around, you know, verify that there are bars on the windows, you know, all the way up, check, you know, like the base to see if there's any, I don't know, uh, crazy things like a cellar door or, you know, some other kind of, uh, manhole cover some kind of latch something crazy like that or you know whatever just make sure things are secure the way they're supposed to be all the way around mm -hmm. whatever uh, doors there are that are facing outwards you know have locks on them and things like that yeah so there's there's probably a number of um of external doors that you you sort of recognize them as like you know fire escapes Yep. And they yeah, you, you, you can't you can't open them from, from the outside. Um but on the inside there would probably be some sort of push bar mechanism. But also you 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 know you know that those would all be on the, the ground floor, which is sort of itself the the lowest security level. Um looking looking at the you know at the the external windows, you sort of see, yeah, as you as you go up the security sort of in increases each level up uh, until on the third level you sort of see yes all, all the windows are sort of barred and um uh, it, you 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 actually note that um uh some of the administrative buildings uh, uh rooms up there uh have less security because you know the way the sort of the internal security works there are even on the the, the high security third floor, some of the areas them, themselves are sort of more administrative rather than actual um, patient rooms. But 
you 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 have observed uh, the the high security between those areas. Um, so nothing nothing really stands out as you know mm-hmm. obviously wrong. You know, as in in your in your opinion as a as a uh, professional nurse, <laughs> yeah, this this is this is definitely one of the more secure facilities you've um, you've seen. Okay, so that seems as advertised. And what about um, above the third floor? Is there? Does it look like the third like floor is the highest floor. floor? Yeah. Does it look like there's another row of windows? That's the highest we've been told. Or is there? You know, um, you know, look like there's space for an unadvertised floor, or is it just kind of got a? Well, I'm sorry. This is a. Um, is, did this used to be? It's called Dorchester House. Did it used to be a house? Is that right? So it's got. Um, it's I like, don't think uh, you've actually researched the history of the building, um, uh, but does, no, it doesn't. It doesn't look like this could have ever been a private residence. Um, okay. um, yeah, there, there is. Um, yeah, you can you can see the roof. Um, there might be enough room up there for. For storage, perhaps, um, but you know, there, 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 there wouldn't be, um, you know, additional office space or patient space. But I mean, but potentially, potentially, you you could hide some people up there <laughs> if you if you gave them uh, sufficient supplies. So there's a, there's a thought. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll indicate. Uh... I think I want to have a uh, poke around up there. By the way, and I'll fill him in about uh, Dr. Dallin as uh, fill Agent Gary in about Dr. Dallin as we head back to the front door. Unless there's something you want to do outside still, Gary. Sorry. No, that sounds good. I mean, I'm following your lead at the moment. Okay. Um, Dallin? Mm-hmm. Dallin is the the doctor that's in charge of the. Uh... Oh, sorry, um, Dalton. Sorry, Dalton. What you gonna do? Um, I am not particularly qualified to. Verify security or or anything like that. I, I will wait here by the front door. And... <laughs> There is a particular piece of literature you need me to read, or <laughs> performance to be done. I, I would be happy to uh, to engage. You need to be careful, Sean, with the suggestions you make to you. <laughs> oh no, no, it's it's perfect. <laughs> All right, so. Uh... So Gary and Gwen, you're gonna you're gonna head back into into the facility, and you want to head up and sort of try and investigate the, the possible attic space. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So you um you make your way in. Uh, it's it's again sort of reasonably quiet down here. There is a, a little bit of activity. The sound of sort of a you know whirring um uh, vacuum cleaners. 
going in some of the uh, uh, rooms down here, but you're able to to swipe yourselves in with with your badges um, and uh, head head on upstairs. Um, let's see. Back with um, well, what's um, what's Agent Gerald doing at this point? You you were up in in Dallin's office. Right, and then we heard he was coming back, so we left the office, hopefully in more or less the same state as we found it, other than it, I think we kept the watch. Um, okay. and, and then I, uh, I, you know, I know that uh, we were going to go down and you know, greet him or whatever, but I, I was sort of expecting at this point that uh, that everybody would come back and regroup, and I'm... A little curious yeah, so as, where others as, are. As you're about to as you're about to leave uh Dallin's office, um mm -hmm. and you've sort of uh you know, you've 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 done a once over again, you're sort of checking you know, everything's back in its place, everything looks looks sensible. Um you glance over to um the the bookshelves and you see um you see something that that strikes you as a, a little strange, but uh, as far as you can remember, it's, it's it's always been there. There's this large um, red pressurized door, um, almost sort of you know, makes you think of something that you might see on a on a submarine or something, with with one of those big uh, spinny handles in the middle. And and I think that was always there. I mean, yeah. was was it always there? It could be. You, you're not sure how you could have missed that. Hmm. Seems like a fairly um, large ornamentation. Um, I will take note of it. Uh, but having having had the experience of going off by myself before with not having a good row of it all i will uh i will head out of the door we had a small conference room where uh mm -hmm. agent gary had placed down the papers correct uh i believe that's true i will uh text or however yeah. we're communicating with each other and say i uh, could uh, could everybody meet in the uh, the conference room to update fully expect to be ignored but that's <laughs> i will go to the conference room and wait So you head to the conference room. Uh, Randall and, uh, or rather, Agent Gus, I should say, um, heading heading upstairs with uh, with Doctor Dallin. Uh, probably when you you get this this text message. Yeah, um, I'll just continue to work uh, work with Doctor, just to make sure he's going back to his office and. Mm -hmm. I'll be shouting nonsense when we're going up, you know, just small talk like, oh, this building, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, today I walked the dog and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, he um, he he has a, yeah, he sort of makes small talk, uh, chats a bit about the, uh, you know, the, the, the baseball um, and and then sort of says, oh, yeah, this is, this is me and, uh, heads into his office 
Yeah. Bye, doctor. See you around. See you soon. All right, and now we'll, you know, go with the others. Well, we'll see. The other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then Agent Gary and Agent Gwen, sure. Um, you're heading up the stairs. So uh, this text message. Yeah, I think we can stop on the way. Um, I mean, they're on floor three, and we're going past floor floor three, right? So mm-hmm. it's a good idea to meet up face to face. Exactly. Mr. Brady, are you uh, you dragging dragging Dalton along with you? What was yeah. Dalton up to? I mean, he was. Yeah, did he go with you even? That wasn't clear to me. I think uh, he no, was just he was standing around outside. Yeah, just kind of standing around by the front door. But as soon as I received a text message, assuming I was included, I would head oh. directly to the conference room, of course. Absolutely mm-hmm. included. You're a valuable member. Answer your way. <laughs> okay. All right. When everybody is in the room, uh, Mr. Brady, I don't. Did you ever have a chance to see uh, Dr. Dalton's office? Dalton. Dalton is. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. He's Dalton, right? Yeah. <laughs> Too many D's. You ever have a chance to to see the the head doctor's office? Uh, uh, no, sorry. Yeah, yes, uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, I have not. All right. Well, although I know the rest of us had. Um, I'm curious. Can you? And I will turn first to uh, Agent Gus. Can you describe the room to me? Uh, sure. And um, yeah, I will provide a, a description. I will say the same thing to uh, Agent Gwen and Agent Gary, and that they're time whenever they're done with. I'll say. And do you remember a large door like the size of a submarine hatch with a spinning wheel for an opening? It doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, so uh, we found, and I will pull out the pocket watch, we found this pocket watch. I, well, pocketed it, and uh, as soon as I did, as I was leaving, I was sure I saw the doorway I just described to you in the doctor's office. I don't think the doctor is, I think the doctor is involved in whatever's going on here. You don't think the doctor's involved? No, I think he is. I think he's very much involved. I was starting to say he's above suspicion, but I actually want to go even beyond and say he's directly involved in all this. Mm. I don't know how, but it. Yeah, he's not... either he's either involved or he's uh, a pawn of whatever's going on here. That's what I was going to say. He may not be behind it, but he may be um, carried along or swept up into it. Does the watch look like some sort of um, submarine? Uh, actually, just looks like a regular watch now that I see it. 
So yeah. a door, a door like that should be very um, kind of, uh, you know, it's going to call your attention when you walk into the office. Where, where do you see that? Let's go back right now. The doctor's in his office. Yeah, I will describe the general location where I thought it was, and I'm sure that there was a. Everybody else will remember there being a bookcase or something there, but we'll see. It'd be interesting, actually, since we're on this vein. Do the rest of us? Do all of our accounts match up? Like Ooh, that is interesting. Yeah. yeah. All of your accounts of what? Sorry. What the room looks of, like. Of the rooms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, assuming your memories are, are good. <laughs> right. You, you remember his um his his interesting sort of rock collection, you know, his his uh, bookshelves full of psychiatric te uh, texts and uh, journals and then his uh, his his desk and so on. And. Uh, yeah, the, the the sort of panoramic or not quite panoramic but rather uh, nice views out of the the windows at the back of his office and we have no trouble remembering what was on the wall where um the door has been described to us now there's not like some blank in our memory where it just kind of skips over it. we know for a fact in our minds that that was a bookcase or something You know that sensation you get when you're you're absolutely certain of something, and yet someone makes you doubt. Uh, that's that's kind of what you're feeling now. Mm. Mm. Good, good. Now, <clears throat> <laughs> um, now that but, you come to think of it, you 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 look at the room that you're in currently, and. Something seems different about it. Oh, no. Is he the only one perceiving that or all of us? Well, if you're looking around at it, there's... The, the, the layout of the desks is slightly different. Um... Something just shifted here, guys. I uh, I think shifted? that. Uh, what do you mean by shifted? Oh, that's interesting. That's, that desk, yeah. That that desk wasn't there. I'm pretty sure. When we just walk into this room, just a few minutes ago. I'm not enjoying this feeling. You, you know, you know what I was thinking, and Brady, this may sound sound a little bit crazy to you, but uh, during this investigation, uh, we run into a building that uh, will adjust or shift. You know, um, at, the, at the end, what we realize is that it wasn't just shifting, but it was more like uh, it was in multiple places multiple dimensions i would say at the same time so i was thinking about this address the doctor provided maybe is from a different dimension 
That's why you didn't find this one. It's not just fake. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I think all roads lead to the doctor at this point, or at least his office. I think we need to go in there and mm, just before see what he knows. There, never been in uh, my nature to ignore a bright, shiny, giant red door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Mr. Mr. Brady, do you recognize this phrase? And I will just give him the phrase that we found on the on the watch. Along the shore, cloud waves break the twins and then it breaks. You do not, Mr. Brady. Okay. Uh, no, I do not. <clears throat> it sounds fascinating. Is, that, is there more to it? Or? We don't know. We'll have to do some research on Google, apparently. <laughs> well, are we agreed we should go to the doctor's office, or is there something else yes. that people wanted to look around in? No, no, I think the doctor's office that, that, sounds good. Can I ask uh, one quick question? I was just looking back in the notes to see if there are things that we would obviously, our characters would obviously know, not mm -hmm. us. Came across the encounter group that uh, says it meets on Tuesdays. Is today still Wednesday? It looks like that's marked at the top of the notes. So. It's it, yeah, I think I think it's 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 late Wednesday, right? So it's maybe sort of 10 p.m., 10 30, 11, something like that. Okay, that's fine, but it's yeah, I just want to make sure we this is not the encounter in the encounter group, apparently, not if it happens on Tuesdays. Okay, you have to watch these things. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, to the doc. Okay, so you head out of uh, your little conference room, and you're not you're not far from uh, from Dr. Dallin's office at this point. You're sort of in the the administrative area. Um, there seem to be a there's a few more doors than you think there were, or maybe there maybe there've always been eight doors off this corridor, but. Yeah, there must have always been eight doors off this corridor. Not six, definitely eight. I will ignore the impulse to explore this, think about it too much. I'm trying to make my way where I thought the doctor's office was. Try to find the door that's labeled yeah. as that. Okay, so you head uh, head over to, to Dr. Dallin's office and um, you you see there's this, there's this, um, there's this man inside the office um, and he's he's not dressed the same way as uh, as Dr. Dallin. He looks looks different. He's wearing this sort of odd, well, slightly, slightly strange pinstripe suit. Um, it's got a bit of a uh, um, 
balding look to him. Uh, much shorter than than Dr. Dallin. Uh, and he seems to be uh, that closing that red um, pressure door. And he he turns around. You see, he's he's got this little sort of grey spade beard. Um, and I'll post a picture of him. This is this is the man you see inside Doctor Dallin's office. Have we seen him before? You have not. <clears throat> I will look around him. Hey. You call uh, out to, to, to this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, oh. Look, uh, <laughs> well, hello. What are, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you um shouldn't you be with the other patients or Hmm. Why are you out of your rooms? <laughs> out of your rooms. Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? Come on. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Alex, we've been over this. I'm Dr. Friend. I'm the one who's going to make you better. Are you having difficulties again? Am I dressed as an agent? Well, you look down and you see that you're dressed in a hospital gown. No. <laughs> Sand rolls, please. Are we all dressed in the hospital gown? You are indeed. I believe three zeros is a critical fail. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just failed 79. Okay. Rousing success. Failure. All right. So it's uh, it's one point if uh, you succeed, and one d six if you fail from helplessness. Just one. Two. Of course, that's going to um, be six for that critical failure. Yeah, I am. Adapted to helplessness. Okay, so you still lose one. I was about to say, it feels like something should happen, and uh, that one takes me below my breaking point now. Okay. Nothing happens. Nothing. I will. I will just. I will just um, look at the others and say, "All right, guys, holding down." Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to push by him before he's fully closed that door and try to open it up. Yeah. Oh, the, I mean, the door that he he had sort of closed the door at this point. He's just sort of turning it shut. And he's uh, sort I, of finishing that process as you try to open uh, the door. Then push by him. Push him out of the way if I can. Yeah, what, what, what do you think you're doing? I will. I will is... kind of uh, gag him as soon as possible. This is the first thing I will be doing. Ed. Ed. Uh, and he, he he shouts out. Um, yeah, you can. I think at this point you can you can get over and, and gag him. But he 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 makes enough noise, and um, from from round the corner out in the corridor, um, 
steps. The close the door. Close <laughs> the door. Put a big, uh, uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, well, that's that's where we that's where I was headed. I was going to try to close the door and hold it shut. Yeah, you right. see, you see this man who is um, almost seven feet tall. Um, he's got this uh, this sort of face that looks like it's 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 been you know punched so many times that his nose is just sort of flattened down and he's 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 he's, he's sort of not quite smiles but he, he he makes this strange teeth bearing motion at you and and you see that his two front teeth are sort of missing these these big chunks and in a in a little loop on his belt is uh, a a sawn down baseball bat that he he's reaching for. And behind him, you see uh, you see a number of of other orderlies, not quite as intimidating, but still big, strong looking men. And this 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 man glares at. Uh, well, I suppose Dalton says, move. How am I doing at opening the door? There's give a me... row of people between me and the door. Yeah, How am give I doing me... closing the door? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean the big red door. But yeah, yeah, so, mean, so, yeah, so just, just, just <laughs> feel like, do you, you know. an, do you anticipate that you are you're on the inside now, Dalton, and you're sort of trying to, to close, pull, push the door? Yes. Okay, yeah. Close, close us in, keep them out. All right. So let's let, 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 let's uh Gerald, give me uh, what kind of role? Let's have a look. Give me a strength roll. Why not? That's a success. Okay, so it the 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 handle starts to spin, but it sort of it creaks as it as it spins and it, it turns quite slowly and and you're starting to um to turn it. Um I assume we have people like Gus uh and well Gwen, what are you doing at this point? And Gary, what are you doing at this point? Gus, I think you were sort of trying to, to gag this this new person you don't know his name yet do you well not anymore not anymore like like if he i was trying to stop him from you know calling the orderly but uh if if he managed to do that then what i will do is just go ahead and and, and get him and pin him down okay with some some of my um martial arts skills yeah he 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 can't really resist too much at this point so he's um yeah fine you can do that um okay so at at this point the 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 big man with the the baseball bat um sort of sees into the room through through the window um that uh you know you are pinning down Dr. Friend and he just uh, he just kicks the door down. Um, would you like to make uh, an opposed strength roll, uh, Dalton? 
I would <clears throat> love to. And a 97 is not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. So the, the, the door flies open as uh, this, this man uh, kicks it and you go um, hurtling back. Um, the, the door actually comes off of its hinges. Um, and you go you go crashing back um, and yeah, hit your head on the ground and, and the, the, the door sort of falls on you. Um, so that's going to be for Dalton, uh, three points of damage. <clears throat> and this man okay. storms through into the into the room and says, "Stop!" Um, and behind him are, are two more large-looking orderlies. Um, what are you going to do, Gary? <laughs> Gary and Gwen, I'm interested what you're going to do. Okay. So... <coughs> Uh, try to uh, get the door closed between us. <laughs> the um, door closed. The door that's on its hinges on top of uh, yeah, Dalton yeah. Brady. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I will try to basically knock one of the guys over. One of the orderlies. Okay, so <clears> you, you, you're going up to the to to the big one maybe. that's that's just walked in in front. It's just kicked the door down. Uh, possibly, yeah, I'll charge him, you know, do a hip and shoulder tackle. Okay, give me uh, an unarmed combat roll. Um, probably rushing rubbish at that. Uh, <clears throat> 19 I rolled, um, since the base is 40. I succeed. Okay. Um, yeah, he he um, he 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 sort of whips down his hand, re- pulls this baseball bat um, uh, off of his uh, his his belt, and with a with a well practiced swing, just sort of dodges out of the way of you, and and just with a flick of his wrist, connects solidly with your skull. Um, and you are going to take when I find a D eight. There we are. Wow. Um, oh no. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, seven points of damage. Ooh. Okay, so that's um, definitely over half. I had eleven, so I'm down to four. <clears throat> That's a con check, is it? Uh, let's check when. Yeah, when half your hit points go in one turn. Um, I think. Do you fall unconscious, or do you have to do a con check? <clears throat> um, if a single attack inflicts half of your agent's current hit points, the agent is automatically stunned. 
So uh, you are, yeah, basically you, you the the rest of you see um, uh, Agent Gary just you know this 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 baseball bat collides uh, with his skull. You you hear a crack, and uh, uh, he he collapses to the ground. Um, <laughs> Gwen, what are you doing? <laughs> Jonathan, can I can I just um, you know? I, I see things are lost here, so I will just turn to whim and and just move my lips, right? Stay out of it. Um, oh, can I just <laughs> double check real quick? Is this guy wielding the seven foot tight like a real like Louisville slugger, something you would take out to the diamond baseball bat and swing for the fences? Or is it like a, because you mentioned it was on his belt, is it like a, one of those uh, sticks that the cops carry that are on? I mean, it, it, it looks like a sawn down baseball bat, right? Okay. It's like a sawn off baseball bat. And and, and given the way that it, it sort of swung and connected, you, it puts you in mind of something that's possibly got a lead core. Oh, even worse. All right. Um, but it's got good reach and he's tall. So what I probably <laughs> those are the things that I really needed to know. Of course the desk probably isn't big enough to save me anyway. But um so I think what I would have been doing when there was kind of uh we were first in here before he started uh Dr. Friend started calling out would have been to move uh with um <clears throat> Agent uh Gus and uh try to hold the doctor down but you know obviously gus kind of took the lead on that with the martial arts shoving him down and all that so but i would have been kind of near him and he's like telling me to stay away i want to move around basically behind the desk kind of up against the wall um and sort of look around for something to defend myself with if i have to but i'm putting something between me and him okay Yep, you can do that. Um, right. So, Agent Gerald, are you continuing to to turn the handle? I'm trying to. Yep. Okay. The for for now, the other orderlies are sort of um, ignoring you. Um, the the big the big man um, marches over to where. Agent Gus is, um, and uh, I, I, he, he's 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 just sort of he's giving you this look, like you know you, you need to you need to get off of Doctor Friend now. What do you do? What do you do, Gus? If you're pinning him down, uh, you can't effectively defend yourself. Yeah, no, I will go ahead and um. um you know, think think of my feet and raise both my hands and say, "All right, Natchez, you win. Uh, we surrender. Take me to your commander." <laughs> okay. Um, Some something very crazy. All right. Yeah, you do that. Um, <laughs> he uh, 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 he 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 comes over at this point, and he's he's going to sort of um, uh, you know reach for your hands and and restrain you. Do you do you struggle? Yeah, okay. The the other um, the other two orderlies 
um, going to come in and one of them's going to um, head over to you, Gwen, um, and will again attempt to, to restrain you. Do you um, resist? What is the, uh, as I kind of frantically try to keep stuff between me and them looking around the room, what is the status of the door at this point? Uh, the, the big red door? Yes. I'd really like to dive through it if it's <laughs> yeah, it's it 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 hasn't even begun to to sort of swing at this point. And the, the other orderly, while while you're doing this, mm -hmm. uh, is going over to to tackle Gerald. So, Gerald, do you do you resist as this orderly comes over to you? Do you try and continue to to open the door? I'm stunned by the number of people that fit into this office. Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's a big office. It's a big <laughs> oh, office. Oh, it, it must be the number of people sliding open doors, desks, and, and places to hide. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's remarkable. Actually, this is the part that I should be rolling for sanity for. Somebody <laughs> who's running in the same asylum has an office this big. It's really the the, the mystery of this. Yes, I'm going to try unarmed well, you, combat you, on. You've been working from you, home too long. You look around and actually um, uh, there, there are more walls in this room than when you entered. This this room had four walls last time uh, you checked. Looking around at the moment, there, there, there are eight walls in here. Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, I will try on our combat on him. Yep. OK, give me a roll. 17 out of 50. Okay. Uh, with this guy's um, 69 out of 80, um, he wins that opposed roll and um, with a sort of uh, a, a nightstick again, um, solidly cracks you in the head. Um, how, wait, sorry, I don't really understand. Seventeen is less than half of fifty. Yeah. So the the way opposed opposed roles in Delta Green work is it's the higher success. If 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 there are two successes, it's the higher role that succeeds. Um, so critical. Yeah. Thirty. I so my for minus fifty minus seven. I'm, I'm trying to understand the rules. It's thirty three, mm. and he rolled a sixty nine out of what? So did, what did you did you get a critical? I, I rolled a I rolled a seventeen out of fifty. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what? So how do, how does it work that he? So how is he higher than me? Because his success roll was higher. Exactly. Yeah. If, oh, okay. If, if both if both characters succeed, it's the higher roll uh, that that prevails. And so I I. I it's it's definitely counterintuitive, but I actually come to quite like it because, um, you know, it's sort of it's it's saying that you should you should be, have the advantage for having a better skill in something. Right, right, right. Um, well, it's a double. Well, anyway, yeah, it's double because if you have the higher skill, you already have an advantage. But yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So what does he do for damage? Six points. OK. Uh, I have eight points because I don't think I've ever had a chance to recover from the last time things did things to me. So I, I believe I've fallen down unconscious. Uh, you do. Okay. 
Um, so I was going to, as I kind of continued, this guy was coming for me. I'm looking at the door. I'm I'm going to try to make a break for it. If yeah. I, uh, I, I'm going to say you basically have no chance of success yeah. at this point. Um, yeah. So, you know, you, 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 not, you not make just a break this point, from... any, any point. <laughs> let's, let's just call um, a railroad a railroad. And what you what you feel is is probably a sensation you you recognize of uh, uh, a needle um, being sort of you know jammed into your neck and everything going woozy. They gave me the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll 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 fade this scene to black. As you'll find yourselves waking up in rooms that you recognize, um, these these are the patient rooms um, uh, that you remember examining. Um, oddly enough, you're not strapped down. Uh, even though the restraints are are visible on the bed, um, and as you as you look around with varying degrees of headaches and concussion and disorientation, you note know that that the doors aren't even fully closed. Are these individual rooms or a giant door? Yeah, you, well, you you are each at this at, at, at this point in a in a sort of individual room. Gotcha. Um, have have I got a bandage on? Like, you know, have I been bleeding? I'll put my hand up to my face. Yeah, yeah, you you yeah you've you probably have um. Yeah, your, your your wounds have been tended to to, to some degree. Um, you, no hit points regained. Um, you 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 feel awful, um, especially if you were you know hit in the head and concussed. But you can you can move. You can get around with with some difficulty. You feel. Your mouth is very dry. You feel quite sort of uh, dehydrated and um, uh, not entirely sure how long you've been out for. There's no blood splattered writing on my wall or anything, is there? Uh, yeah. One, one of you what will have some... it, actually. Oh, my. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say Gary has that in, in his room. I'll look at the writing. Sort of oh, it's the I'm writing you've up. seen before, right? Yeah. Yeah. These are definitely the rooms then on this floor of the missing patients. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, anyways, uh, I'll just walk out the, the room then and look for the others. Yeah, so you can you can sort of you know, have a have a little scene where you sort of all you know stumble out at, at various points and you can you can sort of run into each other identify the 
the rooms that the others are in. Um, maybe some of you that took the the head injuries actually, you know, come come back uh, to consciousness a bit a bit later, or even need a bit of um, attention from the others. But um, <coughs> you, you you're able to sort of um, you know find each other and uh, meet up again. You can you can see that the the security doors are are just open and you can actually you can look down the corridor and you you actually see one of the sort of the common areas and there's there's a number of patients um sort of sitting in there um doing things and and you do see some some orderlies or what at least what look like orderlies and and staff members wandering around but they're, they're seemingly ignoring the patients as far as you can tell mm-hmm. oh, but you know uh i guess we chat before Going out into the wild. What are we <laughs> dressed in? <clears throat> dressed in hospital robes. Mm-hmm. Some of them so are blood stained. The hell just happened? How did we just cross the door at the doctor's <clears throat> office and we got into this? And I, I will call it, as I see it, another dimension where we are the patients. doesn't make any sense well just it's... by walking in into the door like oh but now i remember yeah maybe the the doctor's office is just like uh, uh that the department where we walk into the other building right and yeah that... it's, it's sorry is mr brady with us yes Yes, I I will apologize, Mr. Apologize. Brady. Yes, <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. I thought that this, that there's no way I could have thought this would have happened, and I deeply regret your involvement in this. Uh, I think it is like the uh, the hotel, the apartment building. It feels like when we push against whatever it is, we're looking into it pushes back like if we decide to go down a hallway it causes strain on us every time we sort of move somewhere there's whatever this is pushes back i i would suggest we take some days and and heal up and just let it come mm-hmm. to us oh no, no I, oh no I, I agree i've had too oh. many days in this place before and Gwen is going to uh, <laughs> sort of fight down her her rising panic and uh, stride purposefully down the hall to the doctor's office. Gwen, Gwen, don't. She never follows instructions. <laughs> no, that's fine. We'll we'll use her as a as a way of finding out if my theory is correct. If yeah. If this place pushes back, then 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 maybe we, you know, I don't think I told you I spent a fair bit of time when we were between things learning meditation, and I I feel like this is all trying to teach us to just let things happen, and we just need to embrace that. You see me going, yeah. and all yeah, of a no, sudden, I, and, and I I acknowledge your journey, Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Very hard look. 
Um, yeah, maybe you belong here. All right. Um, <laughs> all right, everyone. We just we, we just need to play along. Let's see what we can find out. All right. Let's talk to the patients. Let's talk to the orderlies. I wonder if the missing agents uh, from our place, where are they here? Let's let's see what we can find out about them. So we can try to make a connection. Maybe we can uh, try to break into the doctor's office again and figure it out. Okay, so so Gwen, do you do you wander off from the others? Yeah, speaking of breaking into the doctor's office, that's exactly where she's heading mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> to see if she can get to there and through their red door if it's still there. But yeah, she's heading for the doctor's office first. And if that's closed, she's heading for the first floor exit. But Gary's gonna follow Gwen. Okay. <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> yeah, you you sort of you head out of the uh, the area where these patient rooms are, um, past a, a a common area. You look um look through the through the windows, and and it's you know, it's, it's dark outside. This, there are some patients um, sitting in the in the common area that you you vaguely recognize. Um, uh, some are some are different, but um, you sort of you stride past them um, and into an area that you remember as as like a little um, uh, sort of nurses prep area. Um, and you see there's this this is room it's just um it's just open and there's 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 no one inside but you look in and you see there's um there's various pills and and medication there's a there's a sort of uh drug cabinet that's just sort of unlocked and uh several of the little little drawers are open um and, uh, you you walk past that. It's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one around. You say. Mm -hmm. Do I happen to see any green bottles? Is that is that is that your uh, poison of choice? <laughs> I meant the green bottles of um, that people are looking for. Oh, I see. I, no, nothing, I, like, nothing like that. These are just these are just sort of you know you see you see pill jars, um, mm -hmm. some little dark green glass pill jars. I um, will, yeah. I will maybe kind of walk past and stop and come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll grab a few things that mm -hmm. I can quickly throw into my pocket. And okay. uh, I see Agent Gary there. I'll be like, yeah, in case we need to knock the guards out. Some mm -hmm. needles and some clear liquids that she knows of. Okay. Gary just sort of touches her his head with the with the bandages around her as like, okay. I can give you something for the pain if you want. That would be good. All right. I'll give him like a tiny pill from a giant bottle. <laughs> 
Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Something that works. Okay. Let's go. Um, yeah, and yeah, so you, you you head to to where you you remember um, Doctor Dallin's office being, and <sighs> things are different. The geography is is not as you remember it. Um, but it's 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 sufficiently familiar that you 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 sort of keep losing your bearings, but then ah right okay that 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 bit I remember. So you you, you manage to to make your way that you don't know whether it's you know it's a side effect of of what you were injected with or the uh, the concussion, but yes it's it's confusing. Um, and before you're able to get um, uh, back to to Dallin's office, you actually see uh, the the little man in the in the pinstriped suit, uh, Doctor Friend. He's coming out of a um, uh, another another room, and he's he's got a he's he's got a little notebook, and he's 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 writing something in. He he calls back in and uh, says, "Well, I I think we made I think we made good progress today, Dorothy. Yes, um, uh, I'm 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 very pleased with your progress." Um, and uh, yes, keep keep this up. Keep this up. This is good. This is good. And uh, he turns around and he's he's followed by um, the large, the large orderly um, that uh, <laughs> previously uh, Gary and uh, Dalton encountered. Um, well, I never knew your name was Dorothy. I'll say to the big guy. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, he wasn't he wasn't talking to the to the to the big guy. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Smart. But, uh, yeah, the, the doctor doctor friend says, Ah, well, it's good to see you up and about. Um, how are you feeling? Much better now, Doctor. I turn mm. look at Gary pointedly. Doctor Gary. And uh, Gary. <laughs> and yourself, Thomas? Uh, yeah, not feeling great. Mm, well, I hope we can avoid any unpleasant like unpleasantness like that in the future. You know, you know, Mr. Ed, he, he doesn't like to do these things, but um, you know the rules. We're here to get better. Yes. You do understand that, don't you, Thomas? Yes. Good, good. That's that's the right attitude. Now, come on, come on. Uh, it's time for group therapy. Come this way, come this way. Um, Is it possible for me to slip away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're sort of you 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 try and uh, and, and and Dr. Francis. <laughs> Come on, we've we're making such good progress. Ed, Ed, just no, no, and 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 the big man sort of sort of snarls at you, Gwen, and says, "Look, look. Sometimes we just have to let the patients feel like they have a a bit of agency." Now, uh, can I peek? I'm gonna sort of. Uh, 
frustratedly come willingly, but can I peek inside mm -hmm. uh, the room with Dorothy that he was? Oh, yeah, in? yeah, yeah. Um, sure. You, you, you look in there and you see there's this there's this older um, sort of uh, dark haired woman. She's got a she's got a, a very wide, almost um, uh, fish like face. Um, and she she has this sort of uh, worried expression on her face, especially as, uh, as she sort of sees sees you peering in. She seems somewhat familiar. You feel like you 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 may have seen her um, uh, previously when you sort of um, interviewed some of the other patients, but you you didn't actually um, uh, speak to her. Um, <clears throat> the 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 others back um, uh, in the, the 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 patient rooms, um, uh, a number of orderlies um, uh, come by and. Um, yeah. Um, right. You, 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 you. Pointing to each of you. It's uh, time for group therapy. Come on, come this way. Is it only? Sounds on? great. Mm. Okay. I'll I'll go. Yeah. Okay. And um, you're led. Uh, <laughs> you're led out of the. Um, the area where the patient rooms are past a sort of a common area that you you vaguely recognize um down a corridor branches once branches again into a a, a room you've you've never seen before because you're absolutely certain you would have recognized a room as ugly as this one um <clears throat> it's it, it, the, the walls are covered in this this sort of horrific, almost fluorescent pink paint, um, and these 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 little sort of um, pea soup green chairs uh, are are sort of arranged in a, in a circle, and there's there's some you know reasonably bright flickering fluorescent lights that that especially for those of you who are who've maybe had a, a one too many hit around the head recently. Um, it's it's just <laughs> uh, it causes you to squint and it's, it's, it's giving you a headache. Um, you're not sure whether it's the colours or the lights. Um, and you're 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 ushered in by by the orderlies and uh, told to to take a seat. And looking around, you see there's a there's a number of other um, uh, patients. In this room. Um, and eventually uh, you see Gwen and Gary uh, enter in, um, followed by Dr. Friend. So and there are more than just the agents here? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. There's, a, there's a number of other, other patients um, scattered around and um, Dr. Friend uh, enters and uh, takes a seat and uh, uh, you see that um, uh, the orderlies lock the door and um, a couple of them hang back by the door, just sort of flanking it either side. But, uh, Dr. Friend sits down. Does everyone does everyone take a seat? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. 
much more grudgingly so. So, um, uh, Dr. Friend says, well, it's so nice to see so many of you here for group therapy today. Uh, I have a I have a feeling we're going to make wonderful progress today. Um, now, uh, I know some of you haven't met before, so let's let's go around and let's do introductions first. Uh, my name is Dr. Maximo Friend, uh, but you all know that. Uh, and then he, he he turns to uh, to a woman on his right, um, and uh, you see this this rather uh, attractive um, woman, probably in her early thirties. Um, uh, sitting there, she's got um, she's got very. Hear what? Sorry. So there's a there's a there's a young attractive woman in her thirties. Um, she's got um, thirties. Uh, yeah, dark skin. Um, sort of uh, uh, close cut sort of uh, Afro hairstyle, and um, she says, uh, "Hello, my name's my name's Deborah. Nice to meet you." Um, and then she she turns around and looks at looks at Gus. What do you say? Hi, my name is uh, Gustav. Doctor Doctor Friend raises an eyebrow. Ah, are we are we Gustav again today? Okay, okay, very good. And he he sort of pulls out a little notebook and he he, he makes a little note of that. Um, <laughs> uh, on your right, Gus is uh, is Gary. Everyone sort of turns to look at Gary. Hello. Yes, my name is Gary. See Gary, right once again. Uh, you see Doctor Friend making a little note. Um, on on your right, Gary is um. Is this older, older patient? Um, maybe, maybe in his eighties. It's, it's kind of hard to tell. He 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 looks like he's been through the wars. I mean, he's he's sort of covered in scars and 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 burns, um, and he 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 sort of mumbles a bit, goes and. Um, uh, Doctor, Doctor Friend just just says, mm, "Well, that's that's very good. Thank you, thank you for contributing." Um, next is Gwen. She will sort of sniff, raise her chin, and say, "I'm Gwen." Kind of dot her eyes around. Okay. Okay. Um, then. Uh, there's uh, 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 an older man who, who introduced himself as uh, as Leland. Uh, then we have Dalton. I will restore to thee the people's hearts and wean them from myself from themselves. I may call oh. Titus, General of Rome. Oh. <laughs> well, well, well. Thank you, Titus. Thank you, Titus. That was that was very beautiful. 
Um, hmm. And then we finish with uh, Agent Gerald. Oh, yes, I'm I'm Sebastian Zabagnado, and uh, it's nice to meet you all. Good, good. We are making progress. We are making progress. Well, yes. uh, okay, then, okay. Then. Let's let's begin. Um, and Doctor Friend turns to to Deborah. Says, um, do you, Deborah, do you enjoy activities of your own choosing and she sort of thinks for a bit and says uh, well i i i guess so doesn't doesn't everybody um i uh, though sometimes i i know i have destructive tendencies so um uh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't always do the things I want to do. Doctor Francis, mm, mm, well, uh, many of us can can struggle with with things that aren't good for us, but you're making you're making excellent progress by acknowledging that. Um, then he turns to. Uh, the patient that that just sort of um, mumbled a bit um, and says, what do you think the world felt like before you were born? And the the, the patient doesn't doesn't seem to have any any sort of notion of recognizing the question and there's just this sort of this slightly awkward silence and dr friend says mm, okay well yes yes um this this may take some time um he turns to agent gus mm. says um uh, Gus, uh, describe a time when you were certain the world wasn't real. There was a place with uh, many doors and every door would take, take you to a specific hell for one person. <laughs> As you as you say this, the room undergoes a dramatic shift. The the strange sort of cotton candy pink room morphs, uh, and you feel a, a sort of rushing sensation as as the, the room around you grows, and you're suddenly sat in this huge. European royal court of the 19th century. There's a throne, there's red carpet, there's lanterns, and these these large black banners hang from the walls emblazoned 
with the yellow sign. Uh, Dalton, I don't believe you've seen this, so could you please give me a sanity roll? I believe you are correct. The rest of you give me a sanity roll just from the shift that's occurred. Now, um, I failed. Yeah, I'm sorry I asked this before too, but after I go past my breaking point, how does that work again? I went past it earlier. Yeah, you're fine for now. Okay. Uh, Roland Sam. Okay. I just barely Um, succeed. I just succeeded as well. So I accept it all and it's all great. (laughs) Makes complete sense. (laughs) For seeing seeing the yellow sign, Dalton, uh, and succeeding, you lose nothing. Uh, for for witnessing this transformation, if you succeed, n- n- no loss. If you fail, one one sanity point from the unnatural. <clears throat> and you see, um, looking around, the each of you is now sat on a a, a sort of a wooden chair um, with these these sort of carved uh, patterns in it, um, and. You're, you're, you're still dressed in your, your hospital clothes, as are the, the other patients. But Dr. Friend is now wearing the, the sumptuous clothing of a noble. And he sits upon a, a golden chair that's, that sat next to um, the ornate empty throne. Um, and... He looks he looks pleased with your uh, response there, Gus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just say, I see, Doctor, now you're wearing your true colors. <laughs> well. It's good that you can see the truth now. And as he as he speaks, he he has this he's speaking in a in a foreign language, no longer English, it, it strikes you as vaguely Eastern European, perhaps. But you each understand what he's saying. From his um, his chair, his golden chair, he turns next to to Gary. He says. What did the Phantom of Truth tell Casilda? I don't know. <laughs> he turns to Gerald. He says, have you seen the yellow sign? Sorry. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Have I? I mean, if you think I have, I have. It's fine. All good. <laughs> he shakes his head and says, "Ignorant savage." Yes. He looks at. <laughs> um, he looks at. Uh, the man who identified himself as as Leland and says, 
When did you first encounter the play The King in Yellow? And this man looks at Dr. Friend with 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 contempt and says, I'm never going to tell you. You don't deserve it. Dr. Friend has 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 this this glare of rage in his eyes and he you see him sort of grip grip his hand onto the 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 armrest of this this golden chair and you see his his knuckles turn white and he sort of he clenches his teeth and then in, in an instant it's sort of gone and he has this this very fake smile on his face and he turns to to Gwen he says do you often think about death sickness pain and sorrow As I contemplate that, let me ask you a question, Doctor. Have you found your bottle? <laughs> oh, I oh, shake dear, my head dear. at Gwen. Oh, no, no. Well, we can't have that, <laughs> can we? We can't have that. I think, I think after group, it's going to be time for some one-on-one -on -one sessions. Gwen. Then he turns to in my pockets real quick. I'm going to try mm -hmm. the um, <clears throat> attempt to uh, kind of load one of the syringes. <laughs> what syringes? I, I grabbed some syringes and some well, yeah, and some stuff when I went by the uh, the medicine room before we got. Uh, yeah, there were there were pills in there. Oh, there were only you pills. Grab some pills. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll try <laughs> to open one of the childproof bottles, probably a few times. <laughs> okay. Um, he turns to to Dalton. Says, "Have you heard that the last king is come?" I am surprised with an uncouth fear. A chilling sweat overruns my trembling joints. My heart suspects more than mine eye can see. He shakes his head a little bit harder at this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you are the insightful one. Hmm. That has given me a great deal to think about. Romans, make way. The good Andronicus, patron of virtue, Rome's best champion, successful in the battles that he fights with honor and with fortune is returned. He turns to, to Gus and says, how long do you think it will be until the end of the world? For you or... Gary will actually say that tomorrow. <laughs> what does Gus say? For you or for me? Do you think it will be different? Oh, yes. As soon as I can lay my hands on you, it will be the end of your world. 
Tisk, tisk, tisk. He turns to Gerald. Have you received an invitation? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I, if you, I, I, maybe, I, I, I don't know. Could you guide me? He, um, Dr. Friend sort of, he looks around at each of you once again, um, and, well, this was a disappointment. I think we have failed to make progress <laughs> at all. And as, as he says this, the room, the room shrinks back back down to its disgusting pink and pea green colour scheme. And once again, Dr. Friend is sat there in his in his pea green, uh, in his pinstriped suit in a pea green chair. Uh, well, hmm. I guess I'll see you all again tomorrow for group. I look forward um, to it. Gwen, um, uh, a word, please. <clears throat> the rest of you may go. I have this little dart around. Do I have the bottle open in my pocket? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, I'll kind of stand up and try to sort of slide behind one of the people as they're walking past and uh, just dump a bunch of pills into my mouth. You're dropping the pills where? In my mouth. In your mouth? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can you can easily do that. Um, yeah, so you, you, yeah, you do that. Um, and um, uh, what do, do the rest of you leave the room at this point? No, I keep sitting in my chair. Same okay. here. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> Doctor Friend um, sort of um, uh, clicks his fingers and and says, uh, uh, "Ed, um, bring Gwen um, and uh, the the Audleys head over and just sort of uh, grab you. Um, depending on how much you resist, um, they they." either grip you firmly um, or just just sort of guide you out of the room. <clears throat> Anything that allows me to get as many pills down as I can. I either, <laughs> I either don't want. Oh, yeah. OK, so you're, you're sort of at, at this point, I guess you're 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 no longer trying to, to hide it so much. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and, exactly. uh, you sort of you <laughs> pull out the pill jar and just you, you um, pour them into your mouth and um, yes. That's exactly yep. Yeah, um, Doctor Friend just um, just sort of rolls his eyes at this, and um, eventually one of the one of the orderly sort of pulls the, um, uh, the 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 pill bottle out of your hand, just just throws it onto the floor, and and they drag you um, uh, drag you to a room. <coughs> uh, where they 
strap you um, into a gurney. And you're 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 sort of rolled into this this strange room. It's got um it's got green paint um, and there's a star on the door. And you. You wait there. You don't really know how long. It could be could be minutes, could be hours. And. Your head is. Surprisingly unaffected by by the pills that you took. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, I'm sure it's deeply, deeply frustrating as you're you're all too conscious and aware. Yes. And after some time. Dr. Friend opens the door and enters. And you see he has this enormous old fashioned hypodermic syringe. You see that it's it's empty. And its plunger is fully pressed. He says. This will this will only take a moment. Doctor, I, I suggest you seek. Expert. Direction on how to use that thing, don't as as you're my... as you're saying this, he he plunges it into your left eye socket. Oh, and it hurts. Ah. It's very painful as it goes in. And then he begins to slowly extend the plunger. And you see, you see it happen as this, it's not blood or sort of, you know, vitreous fluid, but it's, it's a, it's a red liquid, not, not dark red, uh, sort of, sort of bright primary red. And it hasn't oil-like consistency. I'd like a sanity roll, please. That one passes. <laughs> I right. missed it's every just, other one I've taken, but... Yeah. <laughs> just, just one point from helplessness. Okay. <clears throat> now, uh, again, she is, yeah, adapted to helplessness, but it's still... Yeah, she still, oh, still yeah. take one point. Yep, yeah. yeah. okay. And... Um, and friend um friend turns to to the big the big orderly says mm, oh yes the the patsu is extremely potent and after a while the um the 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 syringe is full and the needle is removed from your eye socket. And Dr. Friend holds it up and you see this, this, this sort of translucent red oil just, just glistening and gleaming. 
Well, I think this was rather productive, don't you? You may release her, Ed. And uh, friend leaves the room, pockets the syringe, and uh, after a few moments, the 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 orderly unstraps you and uh, just sort of stands there motioning towards the open door. I will sort of shakingly stand up, look around, and I guess stagger out. <laughs> and that may be a good place to leave it for today. 